Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. All right, hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome to this week's episode of Breakfast on the Bridge. I'm Ellie. And I'm Jenna. And we are your hosts for today. Welcome. Yes, thank you so much for joining us this lovely Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. So, we have a great episode in stock, store? How do you say what? Store. We have a great episode in store for you. Okay, yeah. We have a great episode coming up. Um, we want to talk about the holidays because the holiday season is coming up pretty quickly. Yeah, we only have, like, what, a week and a half left of school? That's crazy. It's, like, I, it's taking so long. I think that it's just, this this grace period in between Thanksgiving and, like, holiday break is just so annoying. <laughs> I hate it. It's the weirdest three weeks, because it's, like, you go from no school to, like, hardcore three weeks and then you have two weeks off like it's just like a weird balance and like you always have so many unit tests in between the two yeah like like, we need to finish everything before thanksgiving and then we need to finish everything before winter break so it's like a three-week unit it's Mm. like they're like at they're like acting like the semester's finishing this like this like the day of winter break or whatever whatever we start going yeah. On break, but it really ends in January. Like, we have time. But, don't like, worry. finals are coming up soon. I know. Speaking I'm scared. Of that. I'm scared I don't want to do any finals. It's actually really going to stress me out. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's some classes that I just am not going to do well in, but it's okay. Positive mindset. We'll, exactly. We'll do it. We'll do it. Well, we good. have the holidays in between, so. True. The holidays a- will be a great distraction. Yes. Do you have any fun plans? Um, no. I will, so my grandparents moved to Utah this year, so this is, like, our first holiday, or, like, first Christmas Eve without them, which isn't going to be weird, because we always used to go to Mass together and then have dinner at one of our houses and do, like, gift exchange. So we're not doing that, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. That is weird. What are you going to do? Well, I'm leaving on christmas eve for hawaii so that'll Ooh, be fun that'll be so fun how long are you gonna be there for a week i think but it's gonna be weird because we usually go somewhere cold for christmas yeah. mm-hmm. and then warm for like other breaks but like we're not doing that this year so it'd be weird because it doesn't feel like holiday when we're in yeah like it's yeah it'll be interesting to hear how it's like decorated and stuff because yeah. like i've never been anywhere tropical for holiday break either no me either it's gonna be very interesting. I know. Um, okay, I, this past weekend, I went to Target, and I bought a, like, a gingerbread house, but it wasn't, like, your ordinary, like, gingerbread house. It was red. Oh. And it was, like, a mailbox. Oh, my gosh. And it was, like, letters to Santa. Wait, that's cute. I know, and so I made that, and it made me really love making gingerbread houses, and I want to make more, um... Do you like gingerbread houses? Yeah, for NCL on Sunday, we made gingerbread houses with our little sisters, mm-hmm. and my group decided to com- combine three of the gingerbread houses to make, like, a resort, 
Ooh. And then we made like a pool. But they oh kicked us out. They Why? kicked us like juniors out because we weren't putting in enough effort. That sounds like a lot of effort. A I, pool? Well, we weren't actually doing that. They okay. did that, but okay. we were like gluing on the little like teardrop thing. Okay, sure. That's beneficial. Yeah, because there's only three of the like frostings. Yeah. So you can't really do much mm-hmm. except for like pour sprinkles and like <laughs> random things. But then our walls kept closing in. Oh, uh, that's okay. In the in the package that I got from Target, they had like helpers, like they had like little structure things that would help you help it stand. Okay, props to Target for that. I know. I saved them. I was like, I'm gonna use these for future gingerbread houses. Yeah, that's smart. It was very nice, and you didn't even have to glue the sides together either. Like it was so nice. Wait, that is. Um. Okay. Last night, my mom and I were watching, um, National. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. I always think I'm getting his name wrong, or the name wrong. Um, I love that movie. What's your favorite holiday movie? Uh, my favorite holiday movie is probably Elf. <gasps> oh, I love Elf. It's so funny. I've seen <laughs> since it's been the holiday season. There's been so many TikToks about people recreating. Oh, the spaghetti? Spaghetti. Yeah. And someone tried it, and it actually apparently was good. But I don't really know how that would taste good. So, like, would you ever try that? No. I think that... No. Like, that's... That sounds gross. I think I've tried it before when I was, like, a tiny kid. But that's... I feel like that would just be gross. Like, pasta and, like, syrup... Like, that can't be good. I feel like it depends on the pasta. I feel like certain pastas would taste good. Like, what pastas? Spaghetti? That I don't think that would taste good. Well, I feel like if it's very fresh pasta, it would taste good. Yeah. Because if it tastes like... If it's, like, old, day-old leftovers... That would be gross. Yeah. But I feel like if it's fresh, like, just... It's, like, warm pasta and it hasn't, like... Harden, you know when like old pasta like hardens. Yeah, like that actually. would be disgusting. But I feel like if I feel like if it was new, it would actually low key taste good. Interesting. We'll have to try that. Yeah, we will. We'll get back to you guys. We'll, Don't worry. We'll, we'll report back. Don't worry. Um. Okay. I am. I hate giving gifts to people. Really? I hate giving gifts to people. Yeah. I love it. I love buying gifts for other people. I mean, okay. Don't get me wrong, I will spend money on people, but I just, like, hate buying them things because I'm like, oh my god, what if I'm getting them the wrong size? What if I'm getting them something they already have? What if, like, I have so many doubts in my mind and I just, I don't want them to, like, get a gift and, like, them not like it. Yeah, it feels like a lot of pressure, but usually if you get them a gift, like, give them, like, a receipt, like, to, like, return, yeah, like, exchange it. that's Because people usually like the gift, it just might not be the right size. True. That's very true. Okay. Do you, does your family do any, like, secret Santa or, like, white elephant things? We do, like, a secret Santa with my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, my cousins, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, and then, like, my family. And my aunt, like, gives us a person. But I always end up with one of my cousins because... Mm-hmm. And then our, like, great aunt... My dad's aunt and uncle are also in it. But they're not allowed to give us gifts and neither can my grandparents because Ooh. they already, like, get us gifts. Yeah. So it's very limited. It's usually the cousins that just exchange it, but it just, like, switches off between 
who gets it or like my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. but and then for yeah that's basically what we do <laughs> okay <laughs> do you guys do anything like that um yeah my family on my mom's side we do a um, secret santa every year and we have like a little website where we draw names and stuff oh that's fun yeah it's fun because then because like the website you can like you log in you like give your email or whatever and then they're like you have blah 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 and then they're like, do you want to create a list for the person who has you to see? Or do you want to see the person you have's list? Like, it's all in one place, which is nice. That is nice. Because then you have to, for us, you have to, like, have someone text. Yeah. And then, but then you don't want people to know that it's you. And Yeah, it's so stressful. Yeah. Um. This year, most of the people in my immediate family has someone else in my immediate family. Oh. So, like, it's hard to like sneak it around and be like oh i don't know who has you like yeah i have someone else i i don't like it because like i get these gifts to my house so then my mom's like oh you have a package from amazon or you have a package from whatever and then i'm like don't say it out loud like like, that might be a gift for someone yeah exactly i don't like it it's stressful and i also hate this period so, my family hasn't put up their Christmas tree yet because we're waiting for my sister to get home to, like, actually go and pick a tree. Um, and so, I have all these presents just, like, sitting in my room unwrapped and I'm so stressed out that someone's going to walk in and see them. Oh, yeah. And be like, oh, my God, what is this? And it's actually really stressful. Like, I just want to wrap them and get them under the tree, but we don't have a tree to put it under right now. Yikes. It's awkward. But I'm excited. My sister is coming home today. And I'm so excited to see her. Audrey Sadler, shout out to you. She used to be a part of this radio station. She yes. was the program director last year. And I love her to death. She's great. Yes. She was only gone for like a week. Yeah, <laughs> she was just here for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but now she's coming back. And she has a month off. Like, she has a long break compared to like other people. My cousin only has like three weeks or something, which is still a long time. We have but... a long break. Ours is like yeah. 17 days. Yeah, that's a long For time. For being in high school, that seems like a long time. Yeah. I'm excited to um I'm excited to report back to you guys about what we do with our family back. But now we are going to transition over to sports. We have Sophie Cartwright here. What's Hello, up, Sophie? Sophie Cartwright. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'm here to talk about the World Cup. Have you guys been following that at all? I have. I've watched all the U.S. games. Yeah, me really? too. Really? Were you happy about them? Disappointed? <laughs> um, um, I was a little disappointed yeah. in their last game. <laughs> that was yeah. a little embarrassing. Yeah. It was a hard loss. Well, I'll get right back into it. But the FIFA Men's World Cup is back and in full swing. The 24-day and 64-game-long tournament has almost reached the final playoff, with round 16 happening today. KMIH is bringing you Breakfast on the Bridge World Cup recap with live score updates, standings, and more. And with only three days left until the quarterfinals, only six teams are confirmed for it, being Netherlands, Argentina, France, England, Croatia, and Brazil. The games happening today are Morocco versus Spain, which is happening now, actually, and Portugal versus Switzerland, which is happening today, Tuesday at 11. And going on to the unfortunate news which we were talking about today, the United <laughs> States, unfortunately, is no longer in the World Cup after their 1-3 to three loss to the, against the Netherlands. However, the U.S. did make it to round six this year, which is a large step up from last year's World Cup in 2018, 
where the U.S. failed to qualify for the tournament as a whole. As for live games, currently Portugal and Switzerland are playing at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. today, like I mentioned, Tuesday. And Morocco and Spain are facing off as we speak, hopefully for one of them to make it to the quarterfinals. As of right now, the score for Morocco and Spain game is still 0-0. Zero to zero, And that is all for you right now on the KMIH World Cup recap. We'll be back next week with more news, scores, standings right here on Breakfast on the Bridge. Thanks. Thank you, Sophie. Of course. <laughs> oh. Who are you wanting to win yeah. versus Morocco and Spain? Against the Morocco and Spain, I don't know. I'm not following those teams too heavily. Do you have a team that you're following? Like that you Obviously, like, they can make it. I think, I, I want to say France, just because I know last year, or not last year, but last time they did very good, mm-hmm. of course. So it's just easy to root for the team that <laughs> looks like it's going to yeah. win. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, because the U.S. is out. but <laughs> Yes, for sure. All right. Thank you so much for that great update on the World Cup. Sophie Cartwright. All right. Now I want to talk about something serious. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. It's not very serious. <laughs> um, in radio class, we did interviews recently. Oh, yes, we did. And let me tell you, interviewing people is stressful. <laughs> I actually got so nervous for my interview. Really? I have so much anxiety. Like, I just, I always feel like I'm going to be underprepared. But I wasn't, and it was great. Good job. Thanks. Who did you interview? I interviewed Deborah Lurie, Joey's mom. Who is? the? She's on the school board, and she's also a lawyer. Oh my gosh, I didn't know she was a lawyer. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I interviewed Greg Fox, who is a keyboardist in Las Vegas, and he's coming on tour. He's going to be in um, Washington uh, next weekend, I believe, 16th through the 18th. Yeah, I know. I'm going to try and go to one of his shows. I'm excited. Um, but some of we've got some pretty cool kids in our class who, like, interviewed a bunch of cool people. Yeah. Um, in first period, Gil and Dylan, they are... Massive sports guys. They have a live sports show. I'm pretty sure they're going live at 8 a.m. this morning. Yeah, they go live every Tuesday, and they go live every Monday. They used to talk about football, but now they're talking about um, soccer, I believe, with the World Cup. And basketball. And basketball. Um, But Dylan and Gil got to interview the announcer for the Mariners, which was so cool. I know, and I think they also made a video on YouTube Mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, so, so make sure to check that out. Yeah, for sure. It was so good. It was really interesting. He the inner the I forget his name, but he seems super nice. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're gonna go into a quick song. This is one of my favorite songs. It's from the movie Clueless. It's so good. It's called Kids in America by the Mops. Welcome back. Isn't that like kind of a good song? Yeah, I loved it. It was, I love it so much. Um, I, I love Clueless. I think it's such a good movie. I've never seen it. 
Wait, really? Yeah. I'm not a big movie person. Well, I know that, but I feel like there's, like, certain movies that you just, like, have to see. Well, I would have seen it when I was, like, younger, and no. then I'd never watch movies. When I was That's younger. actually really unfortunate for you. We're gonna, I'm going to make you watch that. Uh, um, I don't think so. No, it's good. It has Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd in it. See, I have no idea who those people oh are. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Paul Rudd. You know who Paul Rudd is. I just said I didn't. <laughs> Jenna, that's so embarrassing for you. Paul Rudd is so iconic. Um, do you know who Ant-Man is in Marvel? I haven't seen any Marvel movies. Okay, so that's really <laughs> unfortunate. Did you watch Anchorman, the Will Ferrell movie? Okay, well, he I do was know also Will Ferrell. Is, he though. was also in that. He was in a bunch of movies. That's actually really interesting that you don't know who Paul Rudd is. I just don't watch movies, so I wouldn't know. Well, I know that, but I feel like there's just like certain movie people where, like, even if you've never seen their movie, you know who they are. You know? Yeah. Well, I know who Adam Sandler is. I know who Will Ferrell is. <laughs> I know some people. Good job. You're hitting some of the marks. <laughs> okay, Annabelle Haggerty. Let's talk about her. Um, Annabelle is one of our staff members here at 88.9 The Bridge, and I love her to death in my whole heart. She is a fellow Swifty. We bond over our love for Taylor Swift because she's amazing. And Annabelle has a weekly feature on Breakfast on the Bridge called People on the Street. So it is time to play this week's episode, which is what is your favorite holiday tradition? Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is... A series where I go around and ask random people random questions. The holidays are so close, so I thought I'd ask my classmates what their favorite holiday tradition is. Let's hear their answers. I mean, I'm not sure. I just like the snow. I mean, that's not really a tradition, but I like when it snows, I like to go out and uh, skiing. So let's just say skiing. Board games. Do your, home, do your homework. Uh, listening to holiday music. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, just exactly my holiday tradition is going to Florida for Christmas break, and on Christmas Eve, every single night, we run on golf courses and play tag. Uh, probably just opening presents and being with my family. Um, presents. Giving my dog Christmas presents. Baking cookies. Eating on Thanksgiving. Hot chocolate. My favorite holiday tradition is drinking hot chocolate. My favorite holiday tradition is waking up early in the morning and making biscuits and gravy before opening presents. One of my favorite holiday traditions is baking Christmas cookies, especially these Viennese Crescents rolled in powdered sugar, which are absolutely delicious. Um, my favorite holiday tradition is probably my mom's Chex Mix. I don't know if it counts as a tradition, but it's the best Chex Mix ever, and everybody should try making it, and it's so good. My favorite holiday tradition is eating monkey bread on Christmas morning. My favorite holiday tradition is cooking food with my family. My favorite holiday tradition would probably be on my dad's side of the family. Um, I have like a lot of cousins, like it's a lot of us. Yeah. And <laughs> after opening our presents, we always have a like snowball fight with the wrapping paper. Pretty lit. I always enjoy putting up my Christmas tree and listening to holiday music. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, and happy holidays from 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you so much, Annabelle, for this week's episode of People on the Street. And yeah. it's really helping us get into the holiday spirit. Yes. I'm so excited. Um, um, 
Maddie Brown in that um, segment talked about her mom's Chex Mix, and that reminded me of my dad's Chex Mix. My dad makes us Chex Mix every year. He, it's like infamous in like our friend groups, and it's so good. And he made a batch like two nights ago, and oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh my god, that's so exciting. I know. Is it really getting you into the holiday spirit? Yeah, because he only makes it during like winter times, and like. He, he, like, won't make it in the spring or summer, and so, like, it's just something we, like, look forward to all year, oh. and it's so good. That's like my dad's. He makes these things called Buckeye Balls, which are peanut butter and powdered sugar, Ooh. and then you dip them in chocolate, but oh. he has to get this special chocolate from this, like, Italian grocery store. Where is an Italian grocery store? Um, It's called Big John's, PFI, mm. okay. and it is right... Like on Dearborn mm-hmm. or like Rainier Avenue, I don't know. Those are like the same thing to me. <laughs> but right by the Goodwill. Oh yeah, in yeah, like yeah. that new apartment building. Yeah, it's like this like specialty. Like I think it's Italian. Well, they have a lot of <laughs> pasta and like olives, so I feel like that's Italian. Yeah, and then they have a whole. Italian. They have a whole section that's like baked goods or okay. not baked like baking supplies, mm-hmm. which are a bunch of different like types of chocolate. And so we have to get this certain type of chocolate. Okay. And you can only get it from there. And he only makes them during like the holidays. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, I there's. I love holiday foods. I think holiday foods are so fun. Me too. What do you guys eat on... I know that you celebrate Christmas. So, like, what do you guys eat on Christmas Eve and Christmas? Like, do you have a special food? Okay, so on Christmas Eve, when we... Before my grandparents moved to Utah, we would have beef wellington. Um, My grandma would make it, and it was so good. But they moved, so I don't know what we're eating this year. I think we were talking about getting Dintai Fung, but we it, it's going to be really busy, so we might not do that. Um, and then Christmas morning, we always have cinnamon rolls and breakfast casserole, which is a really good like breakfast dish that my mom makes. It's like eggs and onions and cheese and bacon and chips it's it like sounds kind of gross but it's so good so good it literally is so good she only makes it on like special occasions and it is something i look forward to every time it's outstanding i love that um so i want to talk about joe bryant our um radio teacher for a second he i love him to death he's so nice yes i love joe like every like every single person i talk to has something nice to say about Joe, and I think that says so much about someone, especially a teacher, because Mm -hmm. teachers, I feel like, are some of the most criticized people, and it's like, Joe just always gets outstanding reviews. Like, everyone looks forward to his class, and they, like, know, they know Joe has a love for radio, and they respect that, and they, like, go into the class ready to learn and stuff. Um, and Joe is actually one of the coaches for badminton. Yes. Um, one, a sport here we have, a spring sport, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's a spring sport here at the high school, and Joe coaches it, and it's so fun. I lo- uh, the games are really entertaining to watch, and there's actually a badminton club, which has a lot of overlapping members with um, the sport The badminton. president is Afton Fossine, and mm-hmm. she plays badminton with joe and yeah. so she's also the president of badminton club yes and so elise who is um another junior in our staff has a feature called club of the week and this week's club is badminton club so take it away elise 
Hello, I'm Elise McDonald, back here with Club of the Week, where each week we shed a new light on a club here at MIHS. Let's get into it. I am here with Afton Fossine, the president and founder of Badminton Club. So, Afton, what exactly do you guys do during Badminton Club? Um, so basically it's a place where people from any grade can come and play some badminton, play some games, and we also have snacks every meeting. So cool. So what's your favorite part about badminton? I really love meeting new people because it's also a sport that I love, and meeting other people that have the same interests is really fun. Yeah, that's so great. And then, how can I join Badminton Club? Well, we have an Instagram that's mahs underscore badminton club, and you can always follow that and DM us if you ha- want like have questions. But right now, we are on a break because of winter sports, and it is very hard to get gym time, but we will be restarting in the spring. If the club is in session, we would meet Mondays at 6 p.m. in the main gym, but that may be subject to change in the spring. So keep a lookout on the Instagram. Awesome. So hit them with that Hit them with that DM, you know? Yeah. Direct <laughs> message and come join Badminton Club. Yes. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thank Afton. you for having me. And to you too, thanks for listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Oh my gosh. I love Afton. She's in my physics class and she is one so fun to work with. We were at the same table group and um, how my math, te- not math teacher, physics teacher um, does labs and stuff is like you work with your table group. And so I always I like have been working with Afton for like the past month and I love her. She's so funny. I think we should join Badminton Club. I think we should too. I feel like that would be so fun. I've been thinking about it because I don't have like I'm not doing a spring sport or anything. Yeah. And I love Joe and I love like the people in Badminton Club. I feel like it's such a smart decision to make. Yeah. Right? I does Joe I don't think Joe's a part of Badminton Bas- Club though. He's the badminton coach. I think yeah. it's separate. Well, do we, who's do you know who the advisor is for badminton club? I don't know. That's a good I don't, question. I don't think it's show. I don't think so. But that's interesting. I will have we'll to back. yeah, we'll have to figure it out and let you know. Um but now I want to talk to my best friend ever Sid. Um Sid is here today to give us some news. Hello Sid. Hello. I'm doing great. How about you guys? Good. good. So, what type of news do you have for us today? Well, funny you mentioned that, (laughs) because nationally, the pivotal Georgia Senate runoff is happening today, and it will have a large effect on the U.S. political climate in the Senate. A win for Democratic candidate Raphael Warnock would give the Democrats a small political safety net, but a win for Republican candidate Herschel Walker would create a 50-50 split in the Senate, with the tie-breaking vote going to Democratic Vice President Kamala Harris. With the large conservative majority in courts, Colorado native Lori Smith has brought anti-discrimination acts into question once again. She claims that those acts violate her right to free speech because she is, quote, forced to make wedding websites for same-sex couples, a message inconsistent with her religious beliefs, end quote. Now, let's take a look at what's going on in the STEM world. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Did you know that washing with cold water can help significantly lower your carbon footprint? A standard washing machine uses about 20 gallons of water and anywhere between 1,800 and 5,000 watts of energy. Switching from hot to warm can cut energy use in half, 
with cold doing even more. By washing four out of five loads of laundry in cold water, you could cut 864 pounds of carbon dioxide emissions a year, an amount equivalent to planting 0.37 acres of U.S. forest, according to the American Cleaning Institute. If you visited the tiny Canadian town of Churchill this fall, half the residents would be polar bears. As the bears wait for Hudson Bay to freeze, the town becomes home to 850 polar bears, in addition to 900 people. The polar bears spend their time hunting around the shoreline as they wait to travel over the ice. The town has developed a polar bear alert program that responds to about 200 calls a year. Residents and visitors are encouraged to call the hotline when one of the bears is seen. Earlier this year, astronomers at an observatory in California detected an extraordinary flash in part of the sky where no light had ever been observed before. From a rough calculation, the flash appeared to give off the light of more than 1,000 trillion suns. Now, MIT researchers think it likely comes from a jet of matter streaking out from a supermassive black hole. That began to suddenly devour a leave <clears throat> that suddenly began to devour a nearby star, producing the jet of energy moving at close to the speed of light. At close to the speed of light, they believe the jet is a product of a black hole that suddenly began to devour a near <clears throat> that suddenly began to devour a nearby star releasing a huge amount of energy in the process, creating a new light in our sky. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Thank you so much, Sophia, for that STEM news. Um, I think that there, was, that there was plenty that we could take away from that. I think, the, I, I, I think like, the, like the things about, the, about, climate, about climate change and the carbon emissions is something yeah. very relevant in society today. And... Looking back at the Georgia Senate runoff, um, that's definitely an issue on 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 democratic like on the democratic agenda, and it would be harder for uh, democratic people to uh, for the Democratic Party to work with uh, those carbon emissions if um, if if the Senate is fifty fifty. So um, so so definitely there there's there's that connection between. This, between the STEM news world and the political world. But now, shifting to local stories really quickly, the Mercer Island High School's orchestra winter concert is today at 7 p.m. in the pack and will feature senior cellist Tong Lin doing Dvorak's Silent Woods. And just as a reminder, temperatures will stay low in the area, so be wary of slippery roads. This is Sid Straub with your news today. for today. Let's toss it back to Jed and Ellie. Thank you so much, Sid, for that news. Yeah, thank you, Sid. Thank you. I think it was very interesting that a washing machine uses 20 gallons I know of water. I know. I usually I usually do my like l- laundry loads on like cold water just because I don't want to like ruin any of my clothes, but I didn't know I was like saving water by doing that. Yeah, I do mine on warm because I like <laughs> <laughs> But actually sometimes I do it did you know that, like, when you do, like, quick wash, either on the, like, washing... I don't know if this is... This is what my mom said, but I don't know if she's, like... <laughs> I don't know if it's accurate. accurate. So take this with a grain of salt. Of course. But my mom said when you do, like, quick wash on, like, the washing machine mm-hmm. or, like, in the washer, like, washer and dryer... Yeah. It uses more water because it needs to do it faster. Really? 
But I don't know if that's true because, but well, like, it feels like it is true. That's interesting. I feel like I would believe that it uses the same amount of water. Like, I feel like it would either use less or the same amount. But I don't know if it would use more. That's weird. Yeah, but because I think it needs to, like, do it all quicker. Like, it's doing the same steps. It's just going faster, so maybe it's yeah. more water. Like, to, more like, aggressive. Like, you yeah. gotta, like, get in there. Yeah. That's so weird. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. That's, okay, that's, like, mind-boggling. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, it might not be true, but. <laughs> I know. That's uh, that's weird. Um, Jenna, you told me a weird fun fact today about apples. What, can you tell um the radio what it was? Oh, apples are one of the fruits that, like, the reason they don't go bad so fast is because they're, like, you they can stay, like, fresh for, like, a long time. Like, yeah. you know when you, like, buy apples, like, they'll stay fresher for longer, mm. but they're, like, te- they're also, like, older. Like, when you pick, when you get strawberries, like, they're, like, they're, like freshly fresh. picked, and then they go bad super fast. But the reason apples don't do that is because they're, like, the apple season is in the fall i think yeah and so when it like go it lasts the whole year like those apples last the whole year and then the new crop that's why the best apples are in the fall weird yeah yeah okay speaking of fun facts totally one of our advanced students at the radio station has a fun fact for you all Hello, and welcome to You Didn't Know This. I'm Tolly, and this is a segment on KMIH that will give you your daily dose of fun facts. For today, did you know that the ducted fan used on many conventional aircraft was invented in 1932, and it was never used? The Stipa Caproni, lovingly nicknamed the Flying Barrel, was a concept aircraft designed by Luigi Stipa in 1932, and it definitely earned that name. The aircraft's selling point was its massive tube-shaped fuselage, which had an opening much wider than the exit for the airflow. This ducted fan can increase thrust by up to 90% by compressing the air that flows in and makes the propeller quieter. During test flights, the plane was noted to have an incredibly low landing speed, which was helpful and was incredibly stable. It was so stable, in fact, that it was very difficult for pilots to change direction in flight. This, paired with the fact that the drag produced by the fuselage canceled out the benefits of the ducted design, left the Stipa Caproni a relic of an experiment that one could say failed successfully. Till next time for a new fun fact, I hope you learned something new, and stay tuned to 88.9 The Bridge. Oh my gosh. I love Tolly. Um, I'm so glad he was talking about aircrafts because I was going to mention this, that um, over the summer, uh, radio st- uh, this radio station, KMIH, turned into log boom radio yeah. for seafair and Tully was on uh, we were able to be on the grounds of seafair and Tully was there most of the days i believe i think two out of the three days he was there and any single any time i would talk to him he would be spitting out so many fun facts about aircrafts and like he would look in the sky and be like oh my gosh that's this plane and this many people can fit in it and it was built this year like he was so knowledgeable it was so interesting that is i i would have never known that yeah he like he's he's very smart it's like insane to me he can just spit out so many fun facts it's like very on brand for him to do a fun fact segment um back to what we were talking about with the dishwashers earlier (laughs) my mom texted me and said the dishwasher does use more water on quick wash so I wanted to confirm our facts. Oh, okay, that. the dishwasher. Yeah, maybe I was making up the other part. 
No, I it, like made I was, sense in my I head. was in my brain. I thought you said laundry, like laundry quick wash uses more water. But I no, I said both. But now oh. I like confirm my. I don't know about the laundry. We haven't gotten to that. But my mom <laughs> says the dishwasher does. Okay, I believe the dishwasher. The dishwasher is easy because you have to get like the guck off of the plates, right? Yeah. So then you're gonna have to like put more water towards it to mm-hmm. do it faster. Yeah, that's. Uh, but wouldn't it be the same thing for the washing machine in your mind? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll I guess, like, clothes absorb water, so, like, oh. you would have to use more water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do this. Um, It's so weird. Um, Jenna, how how is... So, Jenna and I have four classes together. Well, actually, we have three classes together now because Jenna switched out of one of them, and I'm so a little butthurt about it. Um, we have radio and block together, and block is language arts and history. And we just got through with doing a debate. Like every single, per- like every person in our class was doing a- like a one-on-one debate with someone, and that was so stressful. But it was so entertaining because some of them got so heated. Like you could tell that like the people really like wanted to win and yeah, i thought it was so funny because like i mean props to them for showing commitment because these debates were like half an hour and everyone was like way too stressed out to like actually like get into it or most people were too stressed out to get into it but some people would like totally they were like i'm in the right like this is that i am on pro and this needs to win and it was so funny yeah mine was mine got intense because we both, like, really knew our topic. Yeah. Ours was, like, the second week of debates. And so we had had all Thanksgiving to prep for it. And so we, like, knew our topics. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think I looked at my notes for Open Floor. Because I just, like, Good. knew it by heart. And it was, like, it was, I was so stressed. Like, Ellie knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I was freaking out, like, yeah. the whole week before. Except for when I got to it. The opening was hard, and I was, like, stressed for that. Yeah. But then it became fun. Like, I mm-hmm. would do another debate. Like, I, like, genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah, like, uh, like Jenna said, like, the first couple minutes of the debate were so stressful, I thought I was going to have to leave because I felt so nervous. But then it got fun. Then you could be like, actually, that's wrong. Like, it was so fun to, like, listen to the other person's argument and, like, know what they were saying and, um be able to like contradict them and be like actually i found this statistic that proves you wrong and stuff yeah like picking apart their arguments was so fun Mm -hmm. um but what we were saying about debating again i think we are going to debate again maybe not like right away but i think now we're partnering with the person we went against and we're going to debate another pair yeah i think it's second semester debate do you know what it's on i have no idea okay we'll know when we get there (laughs) we'll figure it out um, but we do have an interview for you guys. Um, there's an MI at night that's happening, and so some of our staff members did an interview, so we're going to play a clip of that right now. <laughs> Most of us take sleep for granted. Every night, we go to bed unaware that there's another world stirring as we rest. But for people with insomnia, the night is all too familiar. Lack of sleep can cause frustration for many, and people deal with that in a variety of ways. I had the pleasure of speaking with David King, a Mercer Island resident who deals with his insomnia by walking the streets of Mercer Island in the middle of the night. In David's own words, haunting downtown Mercer Island at night has been a never-ending adventure. So what motivated you to start doing this when you started, you said, two years ago? 
at first, at first, it started because if I would get a craving at night, the QFC North End QFC, which was close, uh, was open twenty four hours. So I'd just go hit that and get a lot of snacks, and then discovered that. Uh, when I left, I just kind of started wandering around. I would see interesting things going on, and so eventually it became now the QFC is closed at 11, so I can't hit it. But uh, just it's an interesting world. This is such a completely different world out there after midnight. In addition to, like, the groups of Pokemon players, and you can always tell them because there are three or four people usually looking at their screens, and you'll occasionally hear them go, Charizard, or, you know, <laughs> or something like that. Um, I see a lot of a lot of high school students and and usually quartets or quintets for some reason always groups of four or five, and and they really act. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to say energetic because it's like they know for those four five six hours that all the olds are asleep that they kind of run the island. So I think they get out and they enjoy being the kings of the world because <laughs> most of the olds, not me, I'm one of the olds that's off, off pattern, but are asleep and it's it's your world then and. It seems pretty great. Do you ever see, like, suspicious activities when you're walking? Uh, I have. I've seen car prowls, and uh, I usually will try and it, a lot of car prowls downtown, people just walking in. They'll stop and look into every car. And a few times I have flagged down the police. I mean, I don't ever call them or anything, but I, I know the circuit that they run, and I actually will turn on, like, my flashlight and my cell phone and wave it, and they'll come up and say, what's going on? And I'll tell them. Uh, I used to see some shoplifting at QFC. Uh, which apparently QFC doesn't care about because every time I would go tell someone, they would say, thank you for calling our attention to that and not do anything. So I'm not sure why that was exactly, but I guess that it's just part of doing business. David goes on to describe a mysterious encounter he recently had while walking in the middle of the night. This happened about two weeks ago. I was walking through the parking lot at the McDonald's, and it was there was no one around. And suddenly, like this old man grabbed me by the wrist, had very cold hands, and uh, like really old and very sort of strange. And I didn't know where he came from because I was in the middle of the parking lot, and I didn't see him coming. And he, he asked me, he said, have you seen my wife? And I said, I, I, I don't know what does she look like. And he said, her name is Cynthia, and she's incredible, and which was very sweet. And But I was sort of snarky. I said, I I haven't seen any incredible people tonight. And um, he said, because we're supposed to meet at the McDonald's. And I said, well, maybe she's confused. She went to another McDonald's. He said, no, because we had a solemn vow that when we died, we were going to meet at this McDonald's. And that was like creepy shiver time. When we died, we're going to meet here. So she, he was there to meet her. I asked him, I said, how long have you been waiting? And he said, three days, which I had been by earlier. I hadn't seen him or what have you. And so I thought, is this a dead guy who made a deal to meet his... I mean, I don't believe in ghosts, but it was weird. I think he thought, because he said, when we die, we had a vow we were going to meet here. And um, and I told him, I said, well, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for her and let her know you're here. And I was sort of creeped out and I was going to leave. And I remember as I was walking away, he called after me. He said, her name was Cynthia, and she was incredible. And I got... I walked for about five minutes, and I thought this is probably a guy who wanted to assisted living he'd wandered off so i thought i'd better go by and maybe see if i could help him couldn't find him anywhere that was david king talking about his experience walking the streets of mercer island in the middle of the night to hear the rest of our conversation check out the mi insider podcast but for now back to your hosts on breakfast on the bridge thank you so much miles for that amazing feature that is really that was so creepy that was like a horror story oh my gosh not <gasps> horror that not was just horror like, but like a ghost story you know yeah. um that's like, so made me shiver weird. i was like, like what like i'd never hear about like 
not paranormal activity, but, like, people who, like, believe in ghosts on the island. No. Like, that's weird. That's trippy. I don't like that. Um, but speaking of, of Mercer Island, um, there's a culture fair happening. Um, this, tomorrow, after school, uh, West Mercer, one of the elementary schools, is having a culture fair, and so... One of our staff members, Grace, is actually emceeing the event, and so she made a little promo for us. Mercer Island is home to many different multicultural families of all different races and ethnicities. And this Wednesday, December 7th, West Mercer Elementary is hosting a culture fair to celebrate all of these different cultures. There will be family tables with lots of food and crafts featuring Korea, Kenya, Mexico, China, Norway, Japan, India, and Italy. The Black Student Union will also be there and host a display with their elementary school mentees. Student Voices for Change will be present, and so will Mercer Island High School's TV class with an interactive booth displaying representation in the media. There will also be many student performances that you don't want to miss out on. And your favorite radio station, KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, is going to be there all night long to provide entertaining music. Again, this culture fair, hosted by Wes Mercer, is this Wednesday, December 7th, from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. in the West Mercer Elementary School Gym. Hope to see you all there! I'm excited. I love culture fairs. I think they're so fun. I did. Oh, I do too. I made one. Well, I went to West Mercer, and oh, so yeah. we had this culture fair when I was there, mm-hmm. and I made one for Germany, because Ooh. my mom's German, yeah. and we made this, like cabbage sauerkraut thing oh my gosh and apparently like my mom ate it or something like there. i don't know why we made it but ate it? Like, or did she hate it out to people no no like she ate it when she lived in germany oh I think, okay or it's yeah. like a traditional german food and so i made that and it was pretty cool because i did like a orange poster board oh yeah i probably still have it somewhere that'd be fun i want to did see you ever it. do the culture fair um i actually don't know i don't i don't remember i i think so i feel like i remember my mom making like irish soda bread for something at school oh yeah because we're irish and so i i feel like she made it i don't know i would believe it if someone told me i had been to a culture fair i I know i know our school had one i just don't know if i had like a booth or anything because i feel like in one grade we had to like we were required it was like a project to do it and then it was optional to go to the culture fair maybe yeah Something like, or maybe it was required, I don't know. Either way, it's interesting, and I love, um, I think it's fun, just like, I think this is such a fun way to, like, just, like, be introduced to so many cultures. Um, It's so cool. But thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this episode this week. Yes, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, for sure. Um, We had so much fun. Next week, we will be back um i'm hosting again next week next week i am hosting with annabelle and we are very excited because it is taylor swift's birthday that day so we are going to have a taylor swift themed episode and it'll be so fun make sure you tune in and yeah thank you so so much for listening to breakfast on the bridge today we hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge, and thank you for listening.